friends and freaks. This week, we dive into urban legends. Some have been told for decades, while others have recently surfaced. Dare, Dare to, to join, join us? I can't not do it. Okay. Back at it again. Yes. Hello, lovely listeners. While Taylor is making a fucking ruckus of her keys and shit that she hoards in her pocket rather than... I am a hoarder, okay? Maximus to the extreme. (laughs) Minimalist shit. Not for me. Same. I always am like, I actually just thought of this earlier today because I threw something out and it crossed my mind like, ooh, maybe I should actually keep this. And it's like, nah, fuck it. Trying to keep less things in my house. Yeah, it's hard to do that. Like, it is. Yeah, I can't. I saw this uh, this post the other day and it was like, it was to an interior decorator. And it was like the opposite of minimalist. <laughs> and it was just, say less. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. Put some creepy dead shit in it. And like, you got yourself a vibe. My vibe. <laughs> um, yes, it's called clutter. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. You don't need to call me out like that. <laughs> no, I'm calling, I'm calling both of us out because, damn, my house is awful. But enough about our houses. Yes. <laughs> this is All Called Nation podcast. I'm Tessa. I'm Taylor. And it is actually nice out today. It's beautiful. Um, I had to say that. But Jared gave us, well, me. You weren't here. Yes. But I'm passing the fight. The, the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passing the <laughs> feedback on to you um, that he was like, I think you should limit your tangents, like, in the beginning of the episode. Like, get into the topic, like, sooner. And then, like, have your banter throughout the episode. I'm like, I don't disagree with you. Uh, yeah. I, but it's hard for us sometimes. It you is. know who we are as people. Yes. We're, we're chatty Cathy's. Yes, we are. Especially when it's weird shit. And yes. we have weird lives, so, like, we bullshit. Yeah, but uh, I get behind that. We can we can try to nip it in the bud, get to get to the point quicker. Yes, let's just uh, jump right into it. This week we are talking about urban legends. Yes, um, some <laughs> <laughs> some are weirder than others. Uh, this was this was a trying one for honestly, myself. Yeah, honestly, no, this was like hard to research because you know, like I have this. Very distinct, like, idea of what urban legends are. Yes, and then Googling it blew it out of the water. It didn't make any sense. It was like, that's, I don't think that's an urban legend. And then it was. So many of my, or so many of the things I found when I, like, when I Googled it, it was, like, all, like, creepypasta. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't consider those urban legends. That's, like, its own category. But I think they're modern-day urban legends because we do. (laughs) Jesus Christ, fuck you. But it's... God damn. Yes, like, I get that, and that's what, like... (laughs) My cat, Dorian, hopped up on the bed right into Taylor's face. Literally. (laughs) 
Uh, almost went down my throat. Like the hippo <laughs> we're going to talk about later. <laughs> my whole body got hot because of that. Yeah. That scared me. Um, and yeah, like I agree that creepypastas are like the modern day urban legends. But I was trying to find like... Like the good old like Bloody Mary. I spit on my paper. Oops. Noise. <laughs> yes, like Bloody Mary. The like... Or, like, have you ever seen the movie Urban Legend? Fuck, is it scary? Because I mean, no. I don't think it's scary now, but when I saw it when I was, like, six, it was terrifying. Yeah, yeah and I started things. crying during it, and that was the one time that my mom was like, uh, maybe we shouldn't be watching this in front of her, but, like, didn't bother turning it off. Yeah, and that's kind of parents <laughs> for you sometimes. Um, but yes, like, scary stories to tell in the dark. That, yeah, those were the kinda, kind that I wanted. Like, Bigfoot is an urban legend. Like, that's that's the kind of stuff, like, I think of when I think urban legend. Like, Loch Ness Monster, an urban legend. Like, it See, is one that you tell in an urban area, in my yeah. mind. Like... Yeah. We have, to, we have different ideas See, I, of urban legends. I think there like, are the scary urban legends you tell around the campfire. Yes. Like, campfire story urban legends was what I was specifically looking for. And you know what? I succeeded in finding them, but it was harder than I wanted it to be. See, and I was just, I said fuck it and was like, okay, I found some ones that I think are really cool and then one that I, like, oddly fell down the rabbit hole with and, like, really resonated with and was like, we're rolling with it. Ooh, one of the other problems was I kept finding Japanese ones. I was like, yes, these are fucking awesome, but we need to do a separate episode of Japanese urban legends. I agree completely because I found a bunch of them too. And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to Google how to say every single one of these things. And I don't have the patience for it The only one I know how to say is Hanako-san. And that's only because I've listened to another podcast about, like, Two Girls, One Ghost did an episode about that. And I was like, yes, I love that. And I kept finding Hanako san in my research. And I was like, bitch, calm the fuck down. I'll get to you. Right? <laughs> I, I don't need you in my face. You're in my space right now. But, so, Taylor and I each picked three different urban legends. I got to two because the one's going to be a little longer. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I almost ended up doing, like, four because, like, two of them, like, meshed together almost. But... I'm, I stuck to three. She's also an overachiever. I am an overachiever. Leave me alone. And I'm a lazy procrastinator, <laughs> so... I'm both, but, like... I just... If, yes. I struggle, man. So, we're each going to take turns telling the urban legends that we found. And I'm going to start off with the backseat killer. Dun, dun, dun. Duh. Which is also fitting that we're starting this episode... Because it's also a nod to the movie Urban Legend, because that's how this movie starts. No. <laughs> I okay. already don't like it. <laughs> oh, you've definitely heard this one, though. You know this. Is Urban this Legend. why I checked the back seat? Yes, when this is why I've literally car. checked the back seat since I was like in middle school. Right. <laughs> so, the legend is that a woman is driving home or driving alone at night, and is followed closely by a stranger. In a truck. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, the, sh- the truck driver behind her will flash their high beams. Yeah. And she starts getting freaked out because it's like super, they're super close to her car and they're flashing their high beams and like that can be annoying. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, are you like going to attack me? Yes. Okay. So the woman keeps driving, like gradually getting 
more scared when she finally pulls into her driveway. She, like, lays on her horn for, like, someone to come out and help her. Wait, is the truck still behind her? Yes, the truck is still behind her. Okay, key and like, survival tip. If somebody is following you or you think somebody's following you, don't fucking go home. What? Anyway. Yes. I digress. So the truck then pulls up, like, behind her. Not, like, into the driveway, but, like, just up to the curb or whatever. And as, like, someone's coming out of the house and she's getting out of the car, the dude behind her also, like, runs out of their truck and yanks open the back door and reveals that there was a creepy man with a knife lurking in the back seat. Oh, and, Jesus. Yes, and that's why he kept flashing his high beams. Every time he flashed his high beams was when the dude, like, like sat up in the back seat to, like, either oh, scare so the... Yes, he, yes, he was being a good Samaritan okay. and trying to warn her and, like, maybe reveal that, like, the person was there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how this woman didn't know this because I look into my back, like, I will look in my rear view mirror, like, at least 75% of the time as I'm driving. I look in my rear view mirror so much because I'm like, is someone going to pop up? I mean, I don't do it is for that reason. Is something going to show up? I do it because of the kids in the backseat, like, you hear something, or if it gets too quiet, I'm, like, constantly peeking at them, like, what are they doing? What are they doing? I do that when, like, my kids are in the car, but, But I like, completely agree, like, I am, I constantly am seeing back there. Yeah. Like, I'm an aware driver, I like to look around and make yes. sure my surroundings are safe. Um, there's also, there's variations of the tale, obviously, like, most urban legends, there's yeah. several variations. So the one, and this is actually how it happens in the movie Urban Legend, is this woman is driving with, like, the car behind her flashing their high beams. She pulls into a gas station, and she, like, goes, like, the car, I can't remember if the car, like, pulls in also, or, like, just keeps driving. It's like, oh, well, like, they're fine now. Yeah. And the woman goes inside, and, like, the, uh, like, gas station attendant is kind of, like, creepy, and, like, you're like, ooh, that guy's a weird dude, and he had not the person hiding in my back seat. Yes, and he, like, locks the door of, like, the gas station, and so, like, she's getting freaked out, like, thinking that this dude's about to attack her, and he, like, calls, and in the urban legend, he calls the police, but in the movie, spoiler, she's like, oh my god, you're going to kill me, and, like, runs away and gets back in her car and drives away, and, like, the gas station attendant Runs out. It's like, no, no, there's someone in your backseat. Oh and then she dies. Spoiler. Good. She should. Like, <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> so there were, there's not many details, but there were a few real life accounts of this happening. Ew. And all of these were listed in this article that was on um, Deseret News. It's something in Utah. I don't know if it's a place or whatever. This article is actually really old. I should have written the author down, but it was written in 1991. Okay. It kind of blows my mind that's still on the internet, but I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll roll with it. Yeah, some of the stuff I found was from, like, the early 90s, too, and I'm like, wait a minute. That's when like, urban legends became a thing, was the 90s. That's Let's when be honest. urban legends yeah. became a thing originally. <laughs> It's like, wow, we can, like, scare people across the world? Yes. Chain letters and urban legends. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so, in July 1991, in Newark, New Jersey, um, a man was hiding in the backseat of a woman's Jeep while she was driving and actually ended up, like, attacking her with a knife and cut her cheek. But, thankfully, like, that's all 
the, I mean, that's not all the damage, because fucking, imagine driving again after yeah, that. Yeah, there was a lot of psychological damage. But yeah, physical damage that I could find was the dude just, like, caught her in the cheek with his knife. Um, this one, honestly, I chuckled at this one. In March of 1990, in Bloomington, Indiana, a man jumped out of the backseat of a woman's van after he was spotted in a fast food drive through like some like I'm assuming like an employee of like the fast food was just like, hey, this person in your backseat like, want something. Yeah, was like, there's a dude in your backseat. He said, like, fuck, I'm busted. <laughs> yeah. And like, imagine witnessing that. <laughs> Being the person behind that. Yeah, like, just like, what the fuck? Car door opens. <laughs> little running man. And then in. So this is like the oldest account of this happening. And it was in Palo Alto. California in 1935. A man hid in the backseat of a car. And honestly, this doesn't even make sense to me, but this man hid in the backseat of a car, attacked like the two women who then entered the car. Okay. He used a flashlight oh. as a weapon. I don't know if he just like found it on the floor of the car. I mean, or it's what. 1935. This could have been like some big ass, like heavy lead. Oh, yeah. That's, sucker. that's exactly what I pictured. Yeah. Like, you gotta heft that. Yeah, and, like, the, like, bulb is as big as your face. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And then he steals the car and the women's purses. And the article noted that he only got $23, but it's like, he also got a car. Yeah. If he didn't get caught. Maybe the car was worth $23. I guess, maybe. Maybe. Resale value for the time, man. (laughs) It was a shit. Oh, I also listed, like, a few... Times this was mentioned in pop culture mm-hmm. for each of my legends. So the Twilight, there was a Twilight Zone episode. But this Twilight Zone episode aired like eight or nine years before the story, I guess, was like widely known. Before it was popularized. And like, yeah. Okay. Um, And then in the first Halloween film, there's a part where like a character gets into her car and Michael Myers is hiding in the backseat. And then like slowly... It, like, sits up and slashes her throat. Did they do the sound? Probably. I hope so. <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't stab her. He... But it's still the noise. You yeah. have to have the noise. It was probably... I, the... the stabbing motion just feels like it goes with it, you know? <laughs> it was probably the Halloween uh, theme song, honestly. Like, have you never seen Halloween? <laughs> Fuck no. What? Okay. Of course not. Have you ever ridden on the Field of Screams uh, Haunted yes. Hayride with the Halloween port? Like, the movie, the yeah. drive-in movie. Okay, the song that plays, like, the... Oh, dun, 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 dun. yeah. Yeah, that's the Halloween... Yeah, that's I don't the know Hall- if that's the right beat or not, <laughs> I, but I know yeah. what you meant. That's the Halloween theme song. Okay. So I imagine, like, she just get like, it's suspenseful music up until she gets in her car, and then as he starts slowly sitting up, that music starts playing, and then he's... Can you imagine the core that you'd have to have to, like, slowly sit up like that? Michael Myers, everything he does is in slow motion. It's very He walks. He doesn't run. No, and he still catches everyone, man. Yes. A speed walking. It makes me think of middle school. He doesn't even speed walk, though. He just walks, like, calmly behind the... Maybe he's actually a giant, and we just can't get his proportions down. He is a giant. And that's how he catches up to them so fast with just walking, because his strides are, like, four of a normal person. Maybe. I've solved the mystery. <laughs> of a fictional character. <laughs> yep. Um, this, there's a variation of this story also in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I've 
love that book, actually. Yes. Which is crazy because all three legends that I talk about is in uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And that's a cho- that's a children's book. Yeah. And it's just hilarious. Like, it's like, damn, people didn't give a fuck in the 80s because it came out in 1981. Yeah. It's like, damn, people really didn't give a fuck. They were like, hey, you want to yeah, be scared anytime you're outside? Like, Yeah, or in your home. I love those books. I did too, actually, surprisingly enough. I'm pretty sure I have at least one of them someplace in this house. You do. I've seen it. It's downstairs in your basement. Yeah. (laughs) I know for a fact that I've seen the cover of it multiple times. An episode of The Simpsons in 1992. Of course. It was featured in that. Um, It was featured in an episode of Scream Queens in 2015. And kind of... This is exactly it. double tapping. Yes. You've got all the rules. Like. Yes, it is rule number ten of surviving the zombie apocalypse in Zombieland. When you said this, I always almost check googled, your back seat. I almost googled which rule number it was from Zombieland because <laughs> I wanted to know. Yeah, and I remember watching like the first time I watched Zombieland, I was like, "Bitch, I've been checking my back seat. Right? I don't need a zombie apocalypse for that." I'm careful. Yeah. So yeah, that is my first one. Solid. The backseat killer. All right, so the first one, okay, I know this about me. I have an obsession with hippos. She does. Oh, it's bad. Like, they're all named. I have, I think it's 42 now, hippos of different types in my home. So I saw this urban legend on the list and was like, fuck yeah, hippos eating dwarfs? Like, yes, all about it. So I looked into this one. Um, It is actually, it's an internet urban legend. It started circulating in the early 90s, um, became popularized again in 1994, but (laughs) the story of it is a little ridiculous. A circus performer, it was an Austrian circus. The circus performer was a little person. Um, For this purpose, it is called a dwarf. Uh, Not trying to offend anyone, but that is what it's (laughs) labeled as. He was jumping on a trampoline for his act. And his name for the original story was Franz Dach. And the hippo's name was Hilda. Oh, yeah, Hilda right? Hippo. I have a hippo named Hilda. And, like, I looked at her and was like, little baby, and you ate him. That's not nice. <laughs> but, um, so he was doing his act on the trampolines, flips, all the good shit, I assume. And... If you've ever been on a trampoline and, like, you hit it wrong and all of a sudden you get ricocheted to the side, it was one of those. So the story goes, he hit the trampoline, it launched him off. Hilda happened to be yawning at this exact moment. And as a little person, he went into her mouth and was swallowed whole on the spot. And obviously suffocated. Yeah. Because, like, a hippo's... Maw is a big mushy pit of gums and teeth. So, kind of hilarious. I'm not going to lie. I chuckled. I was laughing quite a bit. Imagine being that the way you go, though. Like, can you I really be, be that? Upset? No. Yeah. No. It's not, They're not going to chew you up. You're not going to have that. You're just going to have, like, it would be like dying by a constrictor. Like a big-ass anaconda. Yeah. Just crush me quick. Suffocate me. This isn't really the same thing because this would be, like, a brutal way to die. But it's, like, the same thing of, like, oh, it was because I went night swimming before, like, in the ocean. And someone was, like, you weren't scared to, like, get attacked by a shark or anything. I'm, like, 
Fuck it. If that's how I go, that's how I go. That's brutal, man. Ow. You're going to get chomped and bit. and I love short. Hopefully they just go for my head so then I'm... Right, like, go quicker. for the jugular. Yeah, so then it's quicker. Like, don't bite my leg. Please just don't go for the legs. <laughs> uh, the only part of you that's in the water. Like, don't bite that. Jump and get my throat, okay? Fuck yeah. I believe in you. So this this story kind of disappeared from the media. It was big in Austria for a very brief amount of time. It was a joke at this point. In 1994, it started circulating again, mm-hmm. and it gained a little bit more traction at this point. Somehow it ended up from Austria, it got to Thailand in 99, where they retold the story. Um, they did change the name. The hippo's name, I don't know how to say it, it Oi. It looks like Oi. Um, the hippo's name was changed to Oi, um, and another name... Of the performer that I I can't I won't even begin to try to butcher for you, but same thing. Jumping on a trampoline got swallowed by the hippo. At this point, this is where it got kind of funny. At this, as if it wasn't already. It's, it's already hilarious. Hilarious. I haven't been laughing about it the whole time. It's already hilarious, but because of the story making headlines in Thailand, it was viewed as fact. This happened. Everybody believed it. It made headline news across the UK. (laughs) Like, it was on their newspapers. It was in, like, on their televisions. This was headline news for, like, a month. People were trying to figure out, like, exactly what happened, how this could happen. They were protesting, like, having hippos and people in, like, working conditions and circuses because of it. Mm -hmm. Like, it was... It just ended up being so ridiculous. Um, And it did, it went from the UK all the way through Eastern Europe um, at that point in time. That, again, was in, like, 99. Then in 2003, uh, they wrote an article about it in The Observer. And it basically chopped it up to, hey, we figured out this was just a joke. Like, it was just a funny ha-ha <sighs> thing. And this is going to be the motto that I live the rest of my life by. It, um, the author of the article in The Observer, I forgot to write his name down because I suck. <laughs> he wrote it up as a funny metaphor for life is not safe. You can't plan for tragedy. The hippo can get you anytime. The hippo can get you anytime is going to be my life motto from now on. Dude. Like, you want to go bungee jumping? Do it. The hippo can get you anytime. Just get that tattooed. I honestly, I will. Have that as your butt tattoo. The hippo can get you anytime. Oh, <laughs> it's so, oh no. The hippos I'm going to get tattooed on my shoulders. That's what I was going to say. I should but I feel like it doesn't them. fit because of like the style that the hippo, like they're very dapper hippos. They like, are very dapper hippos. Honestly though, I can imagine like the guy like with the, the um, monocle. with the monocle going, the hippo can get you anytime. Exactly. Like so it's like, little like. British. I want it to be British. Yes. I want it to be British. I imagine them as British also. (laughs) Like, someday when my kids are adults, I'll be like tripping balls as an old woman, like in the woods by myself. I'll eat a bad mushroom on accident and I'll just be tripping and I'll see those in the mirror or something. And the monocle man (laughs) will just be like, hmm, the hippo can get you anytime. Like, uh (laughs) sip my tea. (laughs) That was a terrible British accent. I do do a good British accent. But I don't do any good accents, so. 
I do like certain British, certain, certain dialects of British accents. I do pretty damn well. Right now, my throat's just so fucked up. I can't do shit. No, you, I talk to her in like a Russian accent constantly. <laughs> yeah, you were doing it earlier <laughs> today on the phone. In the middle of a sheets. Like everyone could hear me. <laughs> the, Honestly, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you just accept me as I am. And other people, like strangers, look at me like I am a nut. Which I am. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so that is the hippo eating dwarf. Dwarf no, eating. Dwarf eating hippo. <laughs> we would not enjoy the legend as much if it was a dwarf eating a hippo. No, I'd be really sad. Yes. I'd find that dwarf. He'd be down. <laughs> Franz Dach, you'd be down. I'd, I'd, I'd find you. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to my next urban legend, which is the hook man. <laughs> I saw this one. Another one that we grew up with. Yes. I saw this one and I thought about doing it. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like Tessa's going to do this <laughs> one. Like, my brain just told me she's definitely going to do it. Bulimia kicked in. It, it just yes. connected us. Yes. Bulimia is code for our... Being able to read each other's minds. Yes. It's from Zoolander. Yes. If you don't get it, go watch that movie. It's an amazing movie. Don't come at us. Blue Steel. <laughs> <laughs> so, The Legend of the Hookman is that a couple goes to the lover's lane, or honestly just, like, a remote place. I don't really know what, how a lover's lane becomes, like, determined as a lover's lane. A lot of couples go there and bang. Okay. That's exactly how it turns into one of those. Okay. Well, a couple is in their car in a remote area. Yes. And they're just, like, hanging out, cuddling, whatever. Cuddling. (laughs) And a news broadcast comes on the radio, different variations. It's either a serial killer or a mental patient. Okay. Um, escapes a nearby institution. Okay. And for whatever reason, the couple's like, oh my God, that's terrifying. We have to leave. That would not be my first reaction. I'm I like, know, well, right? let's finish our business. Uh, yeah, I'd be go. like, oh shit, that sucks. But like, I'm not going to change my plans for no, it. Well- what? Not at all. Whatever. I imagine this happening in, like, the 50s. <laughs> Same. I got pictured that, too. <laughs> um, so the couple quickly leaves, and after they have left, and they, like, get out of their car when they reach their new destination, they find a hook hanging from the door handle. Dun, dun, dun. And there's so many other variations of this story. Again, there's one that's, like, scratching is heard on like the top of the car and it's actually like someone else or no they hear like the one this actually i don't know if this is actually the hook man or if it's just like urban legends get mushed together sometimes so well most urban legends end up being like word of mouth yeah so over time they just get distorted and and different variations turn up like there's one where it's like the couple in the car and they hear a weird noise so, like, the man goes out and, like, checks it out. And then, like, the girl's, like, waiting forever. And she then starts hearing, like, a weird scratching noise on the top of the car and gets out to investigate. And it's the man hanging, like, upside down from, the like, a tree. Yeah, survival tip. Don't get out of the freaking car. Like, neither one of you. If you're stupid enough to get out of the car, I'm sorry. But, like, you're dead to me. You're lost. Bye. Jared would try to get out child locks man (laughs) lock all that bitch um so a snopes writer david michelson 
Mickelson believes that this legend could have been inspired by real-life Lover's Lane murders, which happened a lot in the past. It was an easy place. Like, people are distracted. They're not paying attention. Like, the Zodiac Killer freaking targeted them. That's one of the ones I'm about to talk about. So, I picked... There was actually, like, kind of several. But I picked, like, the three big ones. So, the first one is the Texarkana murders, which happened in 1946. And that... It's in Texarkana, Texas. And it's, like... Stupid town thing. Yeah, so it's, like, honestly, I can't say for certainty because I didn't look enough into it, but I have heard about this before. And it's, like, I don't know if it's partially in Texas and Arkansas or if it's just right on, like, the border. Um, But it's, like, yeah, it's, like... That makes it make more sense, then. Okay. Yeah, like, it's kind of, like, a mix between Texas and and Arkansas. Still don't like that it's pronounced Arkansas. Arkansas. Thank you. (laughs) So... These murders were done by, so the murderer is unidentified. Still to this day, they don't know who did it. And he wore this creepy ass, like, sack over his head. And he was often called the Phantom Killer. Uh, But he attacked eight people. He killed five of them and wounded three. Between February 22nd and May 3rd, 1946. And all the victims were couples on a date, like, at in Lover's Lanes, mm-hmm. on Lover's Lanes. And yeah, like I said, the killer has never been identified. Yes. The next one, Zodiac Killer, which is one of the cases I'm most interested in. I need to train my brain not to say one of my favorites. Why? Because people- He's my favorite killer. I like it. I, I'm I'm down with the, the favorite. So, for those of you who don't know anything about the Zodiac Killer, he... Neither do she, we. Or she. <laughs> honestly, I guess it could have been a woman, but it's most likely a man. Just based off of, like, the description. Yeah, I agree. Um, So, this happened... These uh, murders happened in Northern California between... The towns of Benicia, I could have said that wrong, Vallejo, Napa County, and San Francisco. And they happened between December 1968 and October 1969. And many of his victims were couples on either on like a lover's lane or like on a date like in a remote area. Like the one... The one, like, victim, well, the one couple that, like, I will never forget about in my life was they were having, like, a picnic by the lake, and he came over and fucking just stabbed them. Oh, yeah. It was because it's, because the first time I was introduced to the Zodiac Killer, my mom and stepdad were watching the movie in the living room, and I just walked into the living room because what... Actually, I went to the kitchen because I was getting something to, like, drink or eat or whatever. Yeah. And it was, like, at that part. And it's just, like, the couple, like, because it's, like, the couples, their hands get tied together and they're laying on their stomachs. And he's just, just, like, six, six, six. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's awful. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. But 
moving on to the next. Anyway. <laughs> um, which is one, we're totally going to have to do an ep- I mean, we're going to do separate episodes on all of these. But this, I've never heard of this. And we totally have to do an episode on it. Because I'm excited. Monster of Florence. Which, spoiler, plot twist, whatever. It ended up not being only one person. Like, police determined that was at least four people who committed 16 murders between 1968 and 1985 in the province of Florence in Italy. All right. But it's like they, I think, like, they were connected. They were like they were, Yeah, they were, like, a band of people, murderers. They that, played a lot of music. That um, became known as the Snacks Companion. Companions. I'm sorry. The Snacks Companions. Which I'm that sure... That makes so- them sound so soft. I'm like, sure it sounds much better in Italian, but... Like, the Snacks Companions. I feel like something was lost in translation, but I don't like, know. I feel like they're just going to offer me, like, cookies and crackers. <laughs> and, and then, like, a nice stabbing. I don't know. Yeah, but... So all of the victims were couples... And it's actually pretty fucked up. Like, I mean, even if this didn't happen, it would still be fucked up. But the couples were attacked and, like, multiple weapons were usually used, including a twenty-two caliber Beretta gun and a knife. All right. And oftentimes, the female victims were mutilated. Ooh. Yes. Like, badly mutilated. Not going to go into details right Pre now. Pre or post-mortem, though. Mortem. Portum. <laughs> Fuck is portum. Pre or post-mortem. Um, or does not specify. Yeah, I, di- like, I didn't look into it enough okay. to know the answer. When we do the, our episode or episodes. Um, put a pin in it. Yes. Because I would like to know. Yes. So, in pop, pop culture, yes. I know what you did last summer. Yep. Is I've seen that one. Good job. Thanks. Whole thing is just a man with a hook attacking teenagers. Yeah. Um, this is all a variation of the story is also in scary stories to tell in the dark. And apparently, there's a variation of it in Shrek the Halls. Well, I'm not gonna lie, this one like pop culture references, I definitely feel like the hash slinging slasher should right, be in here yes. because it totally as soon yes. as I saw that hash slinging slasher, <laughs> the 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 bash bringing hasher, like that's all it made me think of was that freaking episode of SpongeBob. Yes. But uh Gingy tells a story. Aw. No more gumdrop buttons. Yeah. So yeah, that was my second legend. I don't know like, do you think do you want me to tell my third one and then we end on your crazy one? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that? I okay. think that's a good idea. Ooh, sorry if I sliced you with my toenail. You're right. Your talons didn't get <laughs> So my third and final urban legend is the babysitter and the man upstairs. Oh, I already hate it. So the legend is that a teenage girl is babysitting, obviously. So she, like, everything's going fine. She puts the kids to bed and then goes and, like, does her own thing, whatever, hanging out in the living room, watching TV, reading a book, whatever. Yeah. And then the phone rings. And... Is there a movie about this one? Yes. Okay. I'll get to it. Okay. So the phone rings and she answers it and there's different variations on, like, what happens. Sometimes it'll just be, like, the, uh... 
like the the person on the other line will just be like breathe like you'll just hear yeah, like breathing like the panting yeah yeah it'll yeah, stop yeah or there's another variation where she answers the phone and there's a man on the other line that says have you checked on the children lately yeah or like something like that but the babysitter just like brushes it off as a joke like a creepy but she keeps getting calls from the same person yeah so she ends up getting freaked out calls the police tells them what's going on the police are like okay stay calm like whatever we'll be there and then she gets a call back from the police like a little bit later and the police are like the caller coming from inside the house dun dun dun, dun. And, like, obviously, there's other variations of, like, the pe- like the police call in or, like, you need to get the kids and get out of that house right now. And then once the police show up, they explain to her that, the po- that like, the calls were coming from inside the house. So she didn't freak out, like, immediately. Yeah. Which, like, I'm sorry, but that's that's warranted. Freak out immediately. Go get the kids and fucking yes. leave. Yes. And, uh, another variation of the story, which is the one that I hate. I mean, I hate all of them. But one that I hate is that the babysitter keeps going and checking in on the kids, and there's a creepy clown statue. Oh, your favorite. And she is like, that's creepy, but whatevs. You do you, people. And then, like, she ends up being on the phone with, like, the mom a little bit later on in the evening, and is like, yeah, like, everything's fine, but, like, this clown statue is really freaking me out. And the mom's like, what clown statue? And then she's like, oh, shit. Yes. And then it's like a real man. So that's one of the reasons I'm terrified of fucking clowns. Yeah, not, I'm I'm not a fan of that. Like, a clowns, I don't really care either way. I don't like that they want you to be so happy. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be happy. Leave me alone. Um, but this, so this real life account is actually very, very sad. Aww. Um... So, this is just, like, it's believed that this urban legend is is inspired by this story. Okay. The story isn't, like, it's not, like, word for word the same thing that happens in the urban legend, obviously. So, um, a 13-year-old girl named Janet Christman um, on March 18th, 1950, she agreed to babysit for, I didn't really, like, read how she knew the couple. Okay. But somehow, this couple, Mr. and Mrs. Ed Romack, she agreed to babysit their three-year-old son Mm -hmm. for them. And it was actually on the same night as, like, a huge eighth-grade party that, like, all of her friends were going to. She was like, no, like, I can't go. I agreed to babysit for this couple, and I need the money. Okay. Because she, like, needed the money to, like, pay for an outfit that she bought. And she was like... Super responsible. Whatever. Obviously. And this night was also, like, a re- like there was, like, a really bad storm. Or not storm, but it was, like, super, super windy mm-hmm. and cold. It's just mentioned because, like, one, it's creepy. Yeah. Two, because of that, like, the police, what, like, it wasn't, like, at the station, whatever. It was, like, a slow night. Yeah. But at 10.35 p.m., the police received a call, and it was just a girl hysterically screaming. And trying to, like, the words, like, come quick. Oh, God. Were, like, heard. But she was never able to identify herself. 
and the call disconnected before she could could trace it. Yeah, before Ah. they could trace it. Well, the article that I read, and I only read one article about this because I didn't want to go, like, too deep into it, but maybe we're going to have to because it just made me super sad and confused. And there's also, like, a little bit of drama going on with it. Okay. I'm I'm not going to get into that, but, like, it was mentioned in the article. But because it was so late, like, the testing board wasn't staffed. So they couldn't... So it's, like... So even if she stayed on the phone long enough, you still wouldn't be able to trace yeah, the call. Yeah, wouldn't like, know where she was. I'm sorry, what? what? That's really fucked up. Yeah. What? This sounds like an inside job. That person knew. They knew. So, the Romax returned home around 1.35 in the morning. And their, like, front window blinds were open. And the porch light was turned on. And they were like, that's kind of weird. The front and back doors were both unlocked. And there was a side window that was broken. Mm. And then they found Janet. Trigger warning. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but like, trigger warning for anyone who doesn't like murder of children, which should be everyone. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Um, But they found Janet uh, laying in a pool of her own blood. By the family piano. Hmm. Which that detail, I don't know why, but I read that. I was just like, of all places. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. Did that actually happen or did you just add that to make it hurt more? <laughs> but this girl put up a fight and there were signs of a like huge struggle between where the phone was in the kitchen, like in the back of the house, all throughout the hallway to the living room that was at the front of the house. But, unfortunately, she... Succumbed to her murderer. Yeah, she, she... The article said, and I can't say for certain because I only looked at this one source, but the article said that she was she was raped and then murdered. Or murdered and then raped. It actually didn't say, like, which order. But she was strangled to death with um, a cord. Like, I think it said iron cord. But I don't even know what that means. I don't either. So the sheriff's deputy called it an inside job because the ha, intru- ha, because so the smart. intruder seemed to have like a familiarity of the house. Yeah. Ugh. So it's like I hate that even more. Yes. So, so this was probably like like an uncle or something, yeah. like somebody that knew the house, knew who was coming to babysit. But also had to have some inside knowledge of, like, the police stuff. Because how would you know, like, that they they weren't going to be manned? Like, you would have got caught. Mm-hmm. Like, you weren't quick about it, obviously. Nah. Nah. Not for me. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, obviously it's not... It is as terrifying as the urban legend, but in a different way. And a lot of, specifically girls... But, like, a lot of children her age, like, her friends were terrified. Like, in this article, it said, like, her, like, one best friend just, like, couldn't sleep, like, at all after this happened. The other one, like, she was, like, I'm, like, after this happened, she could not be home alone for years. Oh. Well, and I mean, I get that. Like, yeah. your friend was brutally murdered. hmm So, in pop culture, this is in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Of course. Um, And there were actually a few different films 
So the first one is Black Christmas, which came out in 1974. But there's also a remake. But I don't think it's, like, the same as the original. I think it's completely different. Because the remake's really fucking weird. And has incest in it. And Yeah, I think I've seen you've the w- recent Black Christmas. Like, the most recent? Because apparently yeah. there's, like, a third one. Oh. Also. I didn't know about that. I don't, I don't know which one I've seen then. Not the old one, though. Yeah. But, like, all of them are based around, like, sorority yeah. sisters. But in, like, the original one... It's like sorority sisters keep getting, like, these harassing phone calls yeah. and stuff. And then it ends up being someone in, the, like, the sorority house. Like, the man is in the sorority house. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then the one that you were most likely talking about was yes. When a Stranger Calls. Yes. Which there was a, the original is, in ni- is from 1979. But I saw the 2006 remake. Yeah, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm just like, I'm so happy that I'm not a babysitter type of kid. Like... <laughs> Never for me. I was. Not me. <laughs> and it no. was scary. Yeah, definitely. I did not. That movie gave me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Nope. No thanks. But yeah, speaking of anxiety. All right. <laughs> so, in my research to find urban legends, I stumbled across a new rabbit hole that... I spent hours on, like, watching videos. Um, I I was on TikTok and actually found this under the Urban Legends hashtag. It's something called The Backrooms. Now, if that sounds familiar to you, you are probably a Reddit user who frequents creepypasta um, subreddits. This, um, the origins of it are really, really fuzzy, uh, the only thing that is like, we know is it comes from 4chan. Um, it is on Reddit. You can look it up there. There are tons of videos on this. The part that really creeped me out with it, though, was how instantly like it connected things in my brain. Like little things that I felt like had been dreams but upon like hearing this information, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Ew. No. Like, I've been here. I've been here. This all sounds super familiar. Oh, really quick before she gets more into it. She told me about this. Not in detail, but she started to tell me about it before we started recording. And I had the same experience of, ew, that sounds super familiar. Yeah. I have, I have, um, I don't know on what level. I experienced this and how, when, where, but it was it was familiar to me as well. And I ugh. Yeah. No, I would I would like us to revisit this sometime and like really, really go in depth with it because there's a lot more information than we can possibly fit into like the time that we mm-hmm. have. But the back rooms are it, basically it is like a side pocket of reality. So we are on this, this line of time and reality, and they are an offshoot of that. You accidentally get there. Um, it is described, the only way to get there is what's called no clipping. If, if you play video games, you probably understand what that means. If you don't play video games and have never experienced anything like that, It's basically, in a video game, like, if you clip into a wall, it's, like, 
you there's a glitch in the game where you can like put your body into the wall and it's not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be like that. And you like all of a sudden you're on the other side, like you could be in the side of a mountain. Yeah. Like you can see in there. It's the same type of concept. So you you clip into this reality by mistake and it can happen anywhere, anytime. There is no set rhyme or reason to it, but there's nine main levels. It goes from level zero to level eight. So <laughs> you start off in level zero. Um, when when clipping into this this area, it is described as you have intense feelings of nostalgia. You have intense feelings of deja vu. Like you've been here before, you know this place, but you you also are confused as to what it is. The room is always described the same way on level zero. It is yellow wallpapers, like empty room. It's just an empty space, very musty smelling. Typically it is a white or like a beige stained carpet and fluorescent lights that hum very very loudly and that's that's one of the the triggering things to let you know that you are in now in the back rooms there are entities here um there's there's many kinds of entities that go through the different levels some of them are are fairly calm some of them are even friendly will help you a lot of them are not and that's a given. Yeah, uh, most of them are not and are to be avoided. Um, level three is considered to be the most dangerous here. Um, you do, oddly enough, level zero, you don't have cell phone ser service or like Wi-Fi or anything like that. Level three, though, the most dangerous one is said to have the best reception, the highest Wi-Fi ratings, like People have gotten, the stories that go into this have actually, like, reports from people, their personal accounts of it. They've taken pictures. They have gotten messages out. They've relayed information from these other levels because of that accessibility across these different planes. So... The creatures that you can find in here. Now, I only listed a handful of them because there are, there's a ton. Um, skin stealers. Skin stealers? Are, skin stealers? Yes. I thought you were going to say skin walkers for a second. And no. then you said stealers. And I was like, what? Very, very similar. Um, but skin stealers are actually, like, fairly docile. Okay. I wouldn't say they're helpful, but they like, like if you don't, don't mess with them, them exactly yeah. you touch them though they do not like to be touched if you touch them or Same. disturb them they they will cut your skin off and then they wear it so <laughs> don't don't touch one of these um there are smilers the window gross yeah i didn't like that one either and i looked into it a little bit and i, was just, I don't want to see any pictures of that no um, I will post those on the Instagram. <laughs> um, I will not be able to sleep. Oh my God. I'm already picturing it. Fuck. The windows. The windows. Yes. These are creatures that disguise, they are shapeshifters. They disguise themselves as windows. Uh-huh. If you see windows here, do not look through them. 
Um, these creatures are found on varying levels in varying numbers. So level zero, you're going to get the more benign ones that uh -huh. are just kind of chill, like don't fuck with them, they won't fuck with you. If you hear something, like, just get away from it. Um, the windows, if you look through the window, they will kill you. Like, you will die. That's just that. Maybe in a past life I've been here and did that and was killed by a window because I get irrationally freaked out when I look out windows sometimes. Understandable. Uh, facelings. The chickens? The chickens. Okay, okay. So there's the chickens, the sheeps. The, the sheeps. sheeps. <laughs> the sheep, sorry. And hounds. Hounds will chase you down. They are typically in packs. Uh, yeah. The chickens, nobody has really any, like, accounts that I could find of the chickens. They've seen them. They don't really mess with you. Are they just, like, chickens? No, they're huge. Like, they're gigantic. <laughs> Top nightmare for me. I fucking hate chickens. They are so scary. I don't like their pointy beaks. I have watched a rooster peck a kid's knee out. Terrifying. And this thing towers over don't normal go to the people. Philippines. Yeah, fuck that. No. There's chickens everywhere. Fucking scary, man. Um, lighters. Uh, lighters, just like they sound, they emit <laughs> blinding light. Um, at I'm that just point, imagining a huge ass big lighter. I did the same <laughs> fucking thing. It's like, psh, psh, okay, that's not even scary. Yeah, like, okay, cool. I can roll with that. Right. Um, howlers, obviously, names kind of a given. Clumps. Yeah. So clumps. Clumps. Clumps are um, random clumps of many legs and arms. Well, you don't get to see their bodies, their faces, or heads. The only thing that you see is, like, a, a wad of arms and legs. That That is much worse than what I pictured, because what I was picturing was just the trolls from Frozen. <laughs> the rocks. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> I did think I'm, like, trying to figure out in my head, like, what the hell this look like. I that makes me feel a certain way that I don't like. Yeah. Um, death moths. The males are said to be... Death moths? Yeah. The males are said to be completely docile. Like, they will not help or hurt you. They're just kind of there. Um, the females, though, don't fuck with them. They spit acid. They are gigantic. And they will eat you. Okay, well, fuck you, female death moth. Yes. Fuck. I shouldn't have said that. Now I'm going to... Right? Uh, You're going to end up in a back room. Stop. That one's going to be like, hey, bitch, I heard what you said. <laughs> Bit my acid on Wait, you. so do we know how we get back from here? Because <laughs> obviously that's a thing. Mm. Debatable. So, um... God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other couple of creatures I have, one that I thought was really funny, is just called Jerry. He's just Jerry. What's up, Jerry? He is a, a parrot. Uncle Jerry. He's a parrot. Oh, my uncle's not a parrot. <laughs> but <laughs> could you imagine, though? <laughs> so... He's just called Jerry. He is described to look like a parrot, but if he touches you, he completely controls your mind. What? That's not fair. You no longer have control of yourself. Um, there, there are cults dedicated to Jerry. No. -uh. <laughs> There's a couple of cults in relation to this that I found, bro. Okay, you need to tell me about that <laughs> so I can add them to our yeah. cults list. <laughs> this is fucking nuts. Um, transporters, exactly what they sound like. They touch you, um, and they either kill you or they will transport you into level four, which is the fifth level 
of the back rooms. Um, crawlers, crawlers avoid at all cost. Crawlers are horrendous. Like, it's an awful death. They um, just kind of drag themselves along and you can't see them. Stop. You just hear them. Stop. And then, like, you end up dead. Stop. Yeah. That's awful. It's fucked. So, level zero, the original one, um, you can wander through it, just push through it to get to level one. Or you can look for an exit. If you find a door... That is said to be the exit where you can go back. But essentially what you do is you are, you either wander through it for long enough and you end up in level one, whether you mean to or not, or you exit. Once you get to level one, like it is, it's very, very hard to, to get back. Um, Obviously there are people that supposedly have done this, but a lot of these accounts are said to be from people that got stuck there. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, it's it's really dark. It's very scary. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I had to take some melatonin to go the fuck to sleep last night because <laughs> I was very creeped out because level zero, it did resonate with me. Like, when I used to have to go to church... I'm not even kidding you. There was, like, I swear I have been in level zero in the church that I went to as a little kid. Nobody was with me. I was by myself. I remember that hum so loud. And to this day, the humming of fluorescent lights, like, I'm super sensitive to, and it drives me nuts. It makes me uneasy. I get uncomfortable. And, like, after reading this and watching the videos on it and everything, like, it made so much more sense. And it was, like, I wasn't in the basement or anything. Like, like, it wasn't, like, a dingy, like, gross church basement. It was, like, it was a nice church. It was very new. But this room was musty. It was yellow. Like, that part is what really was, like, wait, what the fuck? Like, ew. There is a picture of level zero. You can see that. I will post that up on um, our Instagram, which definitely you should follow. Um, but yeah, so uh, just just man, out of the nine main levels, it's it's very off putting because as you as you go through them, like some levels. Are a little easier to get through. Um, there is like a some type of Lovecraftian monster, like in level seven. Like you go in, and the way that it was described was it's kind of like it doesn't make sense. Like gravity's not the same. Mm-hmm. Like they these are in an entirely alternate reality from where we live. Like anything can be anything there. You can be walking down a hallway and go to turn around and get away from something. And there's a wall behind you where you just came from. So it's ever shifting. You kind of just have to keep pushing through and keep pushing through. But the Lovecraftian-esque entity that is in that level really, it reminded me of Hellboy. 
the okay. way that it was it was described. Um, and again, these are all through like supposed personal accounts um, from people that have either gotten here or gotten stuck here and have gotten information out. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask. Like, how do they get information out? Cell phones. Um, one from like some of the earlier accounts said that uh, radios, there are radios in okay. in the back rooms that can transmit information to our plane, back to our plane. Okay. And um, cell phones can do that also. Yes, on certain levels, yes. Okay. In level zero, no. Apparently there is nothing. And so it's like, do you go through all the levels? Like, so like once you get to level eight, you're stuck at level eight? No. It goes on. What? Yeah. It is infinite. It is infinite. Then why? There is literally a... These are just... The main levels are the ones that we have the most knowledge on because they're the ones that we've heard back from. There's supposedly a, a level infinity. Like, that's actually what it's called. There are negative levels, like, that have completely different different things, different beings in them, different settings, different looks to them. Dude, when I tell you this fucking rabbit hole, man, I spent so much time watching this shit. This might just have to be, like, a you episode, and I just show up and, like, listen, (laughs) because I already feel like I'm just gonna lay in bed tonight and start crying. It's (laughs) a lot. It was so much... (gasps) And the reason, like, this was literally a woman on TikTok. Like, I ended up following her, and I watched every single one of her videos talking about this, where she accidentally ended up in level zero. Yeah, so it is, it's nuts. I definitely feel like this is one I, I would like to sit down with you and, like, watch some of these videos, really dig into it. I agree. That's definitely something that, like, we need. Like, we need to do an episode of just this, but oh. Yeah. It's going to change me. It, it really, really I feel is. It. I feel because, it. like, it's, it's terrifying. Now, the cults that I mentioned with it. Yes. So, apparently, there are humans, actual humans, like me and you, that have gotten stuck in here. That have, Who says I'm human? <laughs> the fuck is? Um, that live here now because they can't get out. That in the back rooms. Yes, okay. in the back rooms. Now they've just like accepted it. They're like, fuck yeah, this is where we are. Yeah. I don't remember if they're on level five or level six. There's two levels Either that way, they I hate it. Yeah, there's two levels that they're said to be on, but they have a cult and they worship the mold that grows here. What? Yes. Wait, okay, when you say here, do you mean the back rooms? Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Stop acting like we're in the back rooms. We're in the fucking back rooms, yo. I got stuck there as a child. You are part of my imagination. I created you because I needed a friend. And that's why we've been friends forever. Duh. Um, Except you've forgotten half of our relationship. That's the back rooms, bro. I got stuck in level six and a half. And didn't know where the fuck I was and just had all this food. That's why I was chubby before I got a little bit taller. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid tangent. Yeah, so there's level six and a half. Um, level six and a half you kind of like can accidentally get into. 
Um, so you accidentally go into the back rooms, and then you accidentally go into a half pretty level much of a like back room. everything is like you just have to kind of continuously wander through and keep pushing forward. This is disgusting. To find like to go on and find more stuff. Like I hate it. I wouldn't. But also, like, there's no food here. Like, you can find vending machines. That's how you get into level six and a half, apparently, is you have to... A vending machine? Yes, you have to no-clip in through a vending machine. Just imagine someone, like, throwing themselves into vending... Right, like, poof! If I ever witnessed that, if I'm just, like, in, like, a hospital... Right? Or something. Why did... (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too, bro! Yeah. Uh... I don't know why, because I don't know, like, when I think hospitals, I'm, like, vending machines. Yes. Well, because that's where, like, the better food is in hospitals. (laughs) Usually you get the, like, junk out of the vending machines. But, um, yeah, so you go, you clip through a vending machine, apparently, and you end up in level six and a half. Level six and a half is, like, it's good. It's supposed to be, like, all good. Everything's, like, hunky-dory there. It's full of food. Um, and almond water. Almond water is big here. Almond water is the water that you can get. Almond water you can I use to... Yeah, it's kind of gross, to be honest with you. It's not very good. I've had it. I don't really like it. Um, it's kind of like coconut water, where it feels like somebody's already had it in their mouth, and then spit it back out, and yeah. then you drink it. I mean, I hate everything related to coconut, so... See, I like coconut. I don't fucking like coconut water. I don't like coconut. I don't like, um... <laughs> No, I'm getting old, and I know, I realized this because I had an Almond Joy at Halloween that I stole oh, out of the kid's basket, and gross. I was like, oh my god, this is fire. Where has this been all my life? I- it was pretty good. But yeah, so you go there, and you can, like, stock up on food, and then you can leave that that, that subdivision if you want. Do you have, like, a backpack? If you brought a bag with you, <laughs> if you no-clipped into level zero with a fucking bag, why do you think I always have a backpack with me, man? imagining it as if it's like a video game well that like that's one of the things from these these like stories and people adding on to it and telling like their personal accounts of it and shit like they have it's either in development or it's an actual video game at this point Mm -hmm. um from this time wise i could not find an actual date of like the original post well shit the person making it probably got stuck in the back rooms and it's never coming out now obviously Obviously. Partway in when you started explaining this, I was like, ooh, I should write, like, a story based off of this. And then I was like, nope, not going to do that. The more you spoke about it, I was like, yeah, no, I'm not putting myself into this situation. This is not the actual picture. I'm showing Tess. Stop. I'm showing Tess a a picture, like, that's vaguely, that vaguely looks like the original photo of the back rooms. It's like this. Like, I'll find the actual one for you. This was just a quick Google search of it. But yeah. I don't like that. And it progresses. Like, I'm not shitting you. I've seen this. I've seen this place. And it's very, like, I don't like it. But yeah. It's super cool. I would really, really enjoy us doing a full episode on that. And, like, really digging hard into it. Going into, like, each level and talking about that. Because I just, I think it's creepy. I think it's great. Um, I hope to never be here again in my yes. life. <laughs> again. <laughs> because I do, I do have, like, really strong feelings about level zero, and I think that I have been there, like, on accident, and managed to get myself out. But, yeah. I am terrified. Yeah. 
and I will, I'm going to see about the, the TikToker that I originally found it through. Yeah. I'm going to see if she'd be comfortable with us, like, <sighs> talking to her about it, getting some information from her and her, like, feelings oh, on it. Cool. And also posting her original video of her, her accidental fall into level zero yes. that started this, this chain of events in my life. Yeah. I have goosebumps. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, I'm. It's my ch- my chest hurts. Yeah, my, a, my chest it's hurts, and I can't breathe right. So uh, I like to cause anxiety. So on that note, yes. we're gonna go have panic attacks. Yes. Um, but you you can follow us on <laughs> social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And all website nation. Yes, and you can check out our website allcalltnationpodcast.com. Uh, you can send us an email. Podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to us and want to hear more, I mean, honestly, that was dumb to say because we're still going to make episodes even if you don't rate and review us on 100%. Apple. But, but we would love you to. We, yes, we would greatly appreciate it if you uh, dropped a review. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was a weird way I don't to know say the it. terminology either. <laughs> um so yeah, I think that's it. Honestly, I don't know what I'm doing right now because that really <laughs> threw me for a loop and I'm very uncomfortable right now. That's why you save the crazies for last. So uh yeah, uh tune in next time. Yeah. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>